Frequency Cast, unofficial guide. Please stand by. Hi, this is Carl and this is Pete from the Frequency Cast podcast. We produce regular online radio shows covering digital TV and technology in the UK. You can listen to our shows online or have them automatically downloaded to your MP3 player. As well as our regular podcasts, we occasionally release unofficial audio guides. This isn't one of our standard shows. What you're listening to now is our audio guide to the Sony eBook Reader. Now, this was launched at the beginning of September 2008, and in our hands we have the Sony Reader. So what we're going to do in this update is take a little look at this, explain a little bit about how it works, and we've got one in our hands, so we're going to do a nice walkthrough of what the buttons do and how accessible these are. Over to me, and I'll give you a description of this beautiful device, and it is quite slick. Uh, it looks like a little wallet, or a, well, a book, really. Um, it's like an oversized wallet with a leather pouch to keep it protected, which is fantastic. So what, what sort of size would you say this was compared with a paperback? It's about the size of a paperback. Um, it's A5, isn't it? It's about that. It's possibly slightly bigger than your average paperback, which does maybe make it a bit difficult to get into a pocket. But, of course, it is a lot thinner than your average paperback, which is good. But it does, in fact, weigh about the same, although it seems initially that it would weigh more. But if you actually compare it to the, the weight of a book, it's about the same. So you're not lugging around a big lump of technology. So let's open the cover. It's got this, this sort of weird sort of plasticky type cover thing on it. Open it up. Inside you have uh, you have that. Give us a quick description of it with the screen off. So it's, uh... it's a nice big silver screen. It looks like an oversized iPod. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Original iPod, that is, not yeah, the, the yeah. new nanos and everything. Um, and on the right-hand side, you have buttons going 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, up to 9. And then with a 0 at the bottom there, so you have 10 buttons on the side, which looks a little bit like an antiquated old TV set, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, next to that, to the right, which I must add, you have a forward button and a back button, which is quite interesting. Which is your page turn. What we'll do is let, let's switch this on. On the top of the unit, there's an on-off switch. So here we have the main menu. Now you can see the screen alive for the first time. What do you reckon to the quality of that screen? Well, it's lovely. I and see it's not touch sensitive, is it? So it's not a touch screen, um, which is why you've got all these numbers down the right-hand side, which makes it easy for you to do uh, one of several things. Continue reading, books by title, books by author, books by date, collections, all bookmarks, now playing, audio, or does audio as well? It's, yeah, MP3, which is rather cool. Uh, pictures is that pictures in the book or is this photographs no that's your actual photographs that's jpegs and bitmaps and things fantastic and then settings which is obviously one of those functions you're going to need so let's uh, what do you what do you reckon to the quality of the screen now this this is using this this new technology called e-ink which is a little bit different to to what you're used to so on a mobile phone and on a pda on a laptop you've typically got a um a screen that's um that's illuminated in some way backlit you mean not necessarily backlit forward lit transflective screen there's all sorts of technologies out there oh, to do it, me yeah, it's yeah, yeah. okay so yeah normally you've got something that's that feels lit now this has got absolutely no lighting at all so this like an ordinary paperback in bright daylight in ordinary light like we have in our studio here it's absolutely fine in darkness you're yeah you're wasting your time so this is is replicating paper as close as it can and i must admit it does look like um paper under slightly frosted glass not frosted in the sense it it, it makes it smudges it it's just got something a bit sort of matte look to the screen doesn't it it is remarkably good it does have to be seen to be believed it's very very easy on the eye i've been using this for a couple of weeks now reading a book with it looking at text on here it's so easy compared with looking at say a laptop screen or a mobile phone where you've kind of got a white light shining in your face as you're reading the black text what i'd highly recommend is uh you go and stick your head around the corner of your local Waterstones. They've got a lot of these on display. 
so you can just get a feel for this. It really does have to be seen to be believed. I tell you what it looks like. You know when they have those mobile phones, the dummy ones on display, and they've got pieces of picture where the the, the screen is. Yeah, that's see, what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, it is just amazingly crisp. And this e-ink technology is rather cool as well. It's um, normally when you're looking at a mobile phone or something like that, you're judging um, the battery life on number of hours that you can listen to something or watch something. This, no, I must admit, can I just interrupt? I've heard about these. They're quite energy efficient. They apparently only use power when you're turning a page. Exactly, absolutely. So it's when it's redrawing the screen. So you can just kind of leave it where it is, let it switch itself off naturally. It's actually measured in page turns rather than in um, in hours of use, which is quite good. Which is quite handy for me because that would be like millions of years of use because I'm such a slow reader. Yeah, you're not the world's fastest reader, are you? This is measured in page turns, and we're talking about six Warren pieces before you need to charge it up again. Fantastic. And it's easy to charge up, is it? It's- it yeah, very easy. It's a USB charger. So you plug it into your, your PC, plug the other end into that little USB socket there. It takes about four hours for a full charge. Can you do a normal mains plug charge as well with it, just in case you were stuck sort of in the office and or, or somewhere where there wasn't a PC? doesn't come with it. It comes with a USB charging lead, but yes, you can get mains-powered USB leads to, to plug it into. They're fairly common for any, any kind of USB charging device. So whilst you're holding it up like this, I'm looking at the base of it, and we have a mini USB connector, don't we? We have the mains plug, which is the yellow one there. Uh, we have a, a headphones output, which obviously I assume is for the MP3 player part. And uh, then we have a volume control. Yeah, so this rather nicely comes with an MP3 player as well. So we're looking at the main menu here. If we press 8, which is audio, then you get a list of all of the audio files that we've got on here. So we've got half a dozen music tracks on here. We've also got the Frequency Cast theme tune on there. If I were to press play, you see we've got a nice now playing screen. It uses the Frequency Cast logo. Uh, gives you the title and the artist, plug a set of headphones in there and you've got a volume control. So you can listen to podcasts, listen to music, listen to audiobooks, all while you're reading if you want, which is quite a nice nice feature. So it's like the whole of your holiday packed up in one little package. It's got your Walkman, it's got your book collection. It does take a bit more power if you're listening to audio, so you do have to worry a bit more if you're going to listen to a lot of audio, you could be running your batteries down. But the MP3 player on here is actually pretty good, we're quite impressed with that. So what other features does this amazing electronic book have? We did need to talk a little bit about formats. So there's a whole stack of ebook formats out there. There's one from Moby Pocket, there's one from eReader, there's all sorts of different formats out there. This one supports something called EPUB. EPUB. EPublish, not pub as in drink. EPUB. And the good thing about EPUB is it's an open format, so you're not tied into like Apple's own version of it or anything like that. EPUB is a completely open format. You can get copyright EPUB books. And that's a big thing with electronic books is that they use DRM, which is digital rights. So you can't copy books. So you buy a book, it's associated with your credit card and you can only use it on one or two different devices. So EPUB has this kind of electronic um, DRM protected version. It also supports, handily, PDF, which means... That's just a computer format. It is. It's actually one of Adobe's formats. And it does mean you can read uh, things like instruction manuals that come with all your kit. They're typically in PDF format. There's a whole lot of documents on the net that are freely available in PDF. And there are a number of magazines and sort of electronic uh, e-zines, they're called, electronic magazines, that are all PDF and you can all install on here without any problem, which is quite nice. Fantastic. And I noticed your pictures. Let's go back to that. Uh, You just import any image you like, can you? Yeah, it supports JPEG, GIF, PNG and Bitmap, which are the most common formats out there. When you press the pictures button, let's just see what we've got in here. We've got a few pictures. Now, you get a bit of an odd effect. I'm going to open image three here, which is an image of the frequency cast cat. If I press this button, you get a really odd effect. Wait for it. So it 
it kind of flashes, pixelates, then it actually swallows it and, and spews it out as a very clear, crystal clear image. The only problem is, of course, it's all in black and white, which is not a major issue when you're taking photographs of the frequency cast cat, being that it is a, a black, black and white, white cat. cat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course, this is a grayscale screen, so you can't get colour photos on it. But actually, for showing off photos, that's not bad, is it? It's crystal clear, to be honest with you. I'm quite impressed. Uh, it just looks like um, an antiquated photograph. So we've got uh, audio and video. Let's have a quick look in settings, see what we've got in settings. So orientation, you've got your left, right. Uh, date and time, slideshow of your pictures, sleep mode, so it'll turn itself off. Advanced settings, what's in there? Uh, device lock, format the internal memory and shut down. So obviously the key thing is is book reading. So let's uh, let's look at our books. Let's do books by title. Now, this comes with 100 books. Well, so when you buy it, it's got 100 books. It does. Unfortunately, they're not overly exciting books. They're all the out-of-copyright books. So give me examples. What would I expect to find for my freebie? So you get uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, Pride and Prejudice, that kind of thing. Let's open up a Pride and Prejudice. I think I've left that on here. So they're classics. They are classics, but they're also free classics because they're out-of-copyright. So here we've got Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen. Press button number five. Continue reading, begin, end, bookmarks, table of contents. So let's begin. Press 2 to begin. So there's an image at the beginning. 699 pages. Let's go on to page 2. Are we nearly there? So here we go. Page 2 is the introduction. ISBN number, copyright. Page 3 is the welcome. So there we go. Chapter 1. It is the truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a large fortune must be in want of a wife. There we go. So that's a page of the book. Quite clear, quite readable. Beautiful. Now, can you zoom in and out? Was what if I was short sight? What if I was short sight? Yes. Check festering cop. So we've got a zoom button here. Uh, three levels of zoom. So that's. Oh, that's nice and clear. That's large print for grandma. So if you're on a train and the train's sort of juggling about, you might want to go to a, a larger font like that. Very, very readable. And the beauty is here on the right, you've got this uh, left and right navigation thingy on the side here that lets you turn the pages. Pretty quick to turn the pages. Page seven, page eight. Page 9. Very cool. Let's see what else it does. Let's go back to the main menu again. Do you want to pick out a PDF file here? I'm actually going to be loading up the um, Sky Plus manual. Yes, I know I've got nothing better to do than read a Sky Plus manual. Let me go to the beginning of that. But you don't want to read books about life, do you? <laughs> don't talk to me about life. You might have to get involved. So what we're doing is opening up a PDF file. Now, I've opened up PDF files before on handheld devices. The experience has been pretty dreadful, mainly because you can't zoom in and, and re reflow the text and stuff like that. This is actually incredibly good at rendering PDFs. So this is the Sky Plus manual. You see that's quite readable? Yeah, it's gorgeous. And it shows you images as well. Indeed it does, yeah. When you've got a PDF here, this particular PDF has a table of contents. This is where you use the control on the right. So you've got this up, down, left, right and go button. So you can scroll up and down through uh, a table of contents. Then press the middle button to, to action the one you've selected. You only really need this if you're looking at a PDF file or something with a table of contents. Or an instruction manual. Normally what you do is navigate with these uh, one to zero buttons on the side. So from the main menu, you can see that's begin, read, go to MP3 player. Here on the left, you've got two buttons. You've got another back and a forward, which is actually sort of replicates the two you've got here. But it's handy if you're reading in that format because it's then exactly where your thumb is, which is quite nice. Oh, I see. So some things are landscape and others are portrait. You can flip. So if you fancy reading landscape and portrait, 
you know you can bend the cover back like that and use it as a tablet which is quite a nice quite a nice way of doing it fantastic and i can also see that this helps whether you're left-handed or right-handed because mm -hmm. the controls are on the left or the right of the screen so it helps it's actually been very well thought out you've also got this bookmarks button here so you can just press a button store where you are it's not a bad way of reading books holds 160 books as i say battery life you're going to get six war and pieces out of it if you don't use the mp3 so how do you copy books onto it? Is this just USB from the internet or from your computer or is there a better, easier or more efficient way? Fairly straightforward. You plug that into your USB port on your PC, copy books across. You can use the Sony Reader program that comes with it to copy and convert books. That only works on Windows, so obviously it's a bit of a handicap for anyone using a Mac or Linux or whatever. But it can still take USB, so you can copy the files on without using Sony's unique software. Alternatively, up the top here we have two slots. So I'm just pop one of these out. So that is a slot for your SD card, and that is a slot for the Sony Duo card. So you don't need to use a computer at all. Copy them onto one of these memory cards, slot them in, there's your books copied over automatically for you. Fantastic. Anything more to tell me? Let's talk technical, shall we? Um, a few things here... I prefer not. <laughs> I thought you might. A few things here spec-wise to talk about. The model number is a PRS505. If you're interested in dots per inches, 170 pixels per inch. So it's grayscale, it's not a touchscreen, and it's a six-inch screen. Format supported. For books and documents, it supports EPUB, BBEB Book, which is one of Sony's own, Adobe PDF, Microsoft Word, Text, and RTF. For audio, it supports MP3 and non-DRM-protected AAC files. Images, JPEG, GIF, PNG, and bitmap. Built-in memory, 192 meg, which is around about 160 books. But of course, you can plug in 2 and 4 gig memory cards into the top there for extra expansion. That's about it for the technical stuff. I do want to send out a special message to one of the Frequency Cast listeners, a very nice chap called Tim. He is an expert in ebooks. He's an expert in ebooks. He reads a lot, then, does he? He does. I read a lot of ebooks. Yes. He does read a lot. He reads on the train and the tube on the way into work. On some. Didn't you tell him he only needs to buy one? Well, he, he reads on some horrible, dodgy, weird Linux device. I just don't ask. But he's seriously into his ebooks. He actually wrote an ebook program many, many years ago. So he's a smart fellow. He is. He's a very, very smart. He's a, he's a lovely chap. You'd like him. He likes pies. Does he? <laughs> I just wonder why he's listening to us. <laughs> I bribe him with pies. That's all right then. So he actually wrote an ebook program a long, long time ago for a very old machine. And I asked him to take a look at this particular product to give us his thoughts. I'm going to read his written thoughts here. So he says, on the good side, it has a gorgeous legible screen. The size and form factor are just about right for normal reading. And PDF handling is much better than previous generations of small screen devices, although it can be a bit slow when loading images. That's the good side. I agree. There you go, the bad side. Screen updates are, are distracting, but not too bad once you get used to them. Yeah, it doesn't bother me, but I know where he's going with that. That's the, the flicker as it reloads the screen there. Oh, I like that bit. Uh, the next page key is far more difficult to use than it should be. Yeah, I can see what he means. It's quite slim and, and sleek, and maybe a big red button and a blue button or something would have done, done a lot better job. I, I know what you mean there. Yeah, you could always flick the wrong way, you know, turn back a page instead of forwards. Uh, software doesn't... Which is all right if you're reading H.G. Wells' time, The Time Machine, but of course, you know, that doesn't help otherwise. <laughs> this next one was really controversial. We had lots of discussion about this one. The software doesn't allow users to impose much of the way in, of formatting, uh, bigger and smaller gaps between paragraphs. 
Um, what he's getting at here is that you don't have an awful lot of control. You get an electronic book and it's in the format you've got it in. So you can't change fonts, you can't change the line spacing and paragraphs. I think Sony have just made this easy to use. They don't want to give you all these settings to allow different formatting and views and fonts and whatever. So it is left in the hands of the publisher of the book what the formatting's like. I think that's- Yes, bear in mind, publishers, publish it right or not at all. His next point here is too big for use on a crowded tube or to drop into a pocket. Well, that's what you observed, isn't it? Yep, true, true. Uh, Not Mac or Linux compatible. Well, actually it is if you use the SD cards and the memory stick format. Not too much of an issue. Uh, He says here it it seems to fall between two stools and just ends up being too much like a book, but not quite as good as a book. So you can't just like flick through it, random access. Um, And it could perhaps be a bit smaller, a bit more portable, maybe have more dynamic content. So perhaps news, embedded media, that kind of stuff. However, despite the drawbacks, the screen is just so good and it is a very, very tempting buy, provided you can find the content that you like. If the price drops, there is a good chance of this becoming mainstream. I think it'd be very handy if they could do um, university-style reading books on these things. Can you? Yeah, you can get them. Are you still in my thunder? Yes. Consider it stolen. Students, go out, buy one. Now. So let's talk about books. It comes with 100 free books, as I say, on this CD that you can copy across. Can at the moment get 4,600 books from Waterstones online. They're promising 20,000 by the end of the year. You can actually get a wider selection at the moment through WH Smiths. Um, Also worth mentioning um, fictionwise.com, which also do a good stack of electronic books, including a lot of free and out of copyright books. And you can also get audiobooks uh, from the likes of Audible that you can listen to as well as... Does that mean you can actually read it on screen whilst it's being read to you? Yes, you can. There is one slight issue in that a lot of the stuff you get from Audible is in a copyright format. And unfortunately, this doesn't support some of those formats. So not all ebooks will play on this device, but all the sort of uncopy protected ones, MP3 and AAC format, yes, you can listen to. And of course, podcasts, they're all available on here as well. You can always read it out loud yourself and then record it, can you? <laughs> so there you go. Um, how much do you reckon these things are? I reckon they're 200 quid. I reckon everything's 200 quid at the moment. Well, there you go. This is 200 quid. At the time of recording, there's a couple of decent special offers that we'll flag up on our special uh, e-reader page where you can get free Waterstones points and also a couple of other bits and bobs. There's also some good accessories you can get. We'll add some links to our special Sony reader page that point out where you can get this slightly cheaper and any special offers we've found at the moment. Which, of course, is on our website, which is at www.frequencycast.co.uk. So that's our unofficial guide to ebooks and the Sony Reader. If you've got any questions, get in touch and perhaps we can answer them in our next show. You can email us at podcast at frequencycast.co.uk or call our special pod line and leave us a message. It's a London number 0208 133 4567. You can also get in touch with us and sign up to new shows at www.frequencycast.co.uk. And remember to listen to our next online radio show. If you've not listened before, here's an extract of what we've covered recently. What have you got there? This is the hottest bit of kit. Because it's sent digitally, it's better quality. I'm just wanting to ask you for a comparison between BT Vision against... Freeview News. In the last few weeks, we've seen two new stations... Just the roundabout, second exit. We've had the top-up TV anytime box since December. We are absolutely disgusted with the service. Use broadband to get television over the internet. Now, it's a darkened room you live in, isn't it, normally? Nabba's take. Nabba's take. Gizmo wannabe. If you want high def, then Sky is very clearly the one to go for at the moment.
Sign up for a tantalising take on technology or listen online at www.frequencycast.co.uk. Frequency Cast, unofficial guide. Shutdown complete.